Hello, everybody. It is Ayomide Adetun. Thank you so much for your guys' patience and me getting out this episode. Y'all, it has been a long, what, two months? I think I made my last episode at the beginning of the fall, y'all. I think it was just the beginning of fall. It was fall solstice. Yes. Wow. And we are a couple days away from winter solstice. And y'all, this fall was not bad. I was literally getting myself up armoring myself to get through the most worst dreadful cloudy fall the sun been out almost every damn day i think it's doing it for me i think i, I you know i made a little pact with the sun i'm like listen if you stay warm for me like we'll be cool you know what i'm saying and it's been coming out it's usually real cloudy up here in ohio but it has not been and i am so grateful like oh my god beyond grateful i joke but i'm so grateful i've been going out getting my vitamin d i have been depressed baby it has been a time And today we are going to talk about victimhood, people pleasing, saying yes when you don't want to, how you get yourself in these situations where you're the victim over and over again. But we're going to be doing it in a way that doesn't blame, doesn't place blame on you, doesn't place fault on you. Because I think when people talk about that, that's really what they be getting wrong. And I don't like that. I don't like when people talk to my people like that. So I'm not going to talk to y'all like that. We're going to talk about it in a way that brings love, joy, and insight as always. And then at the end, I have a little affirmation slash poem slash rhyme for you guys. And it's just going to be like a little wrap, wrap up of everything we talked about. So if you guys are done with this and if you ever want to come back and just go skip to the end and listen to that, that will be available for you guys. So we're going to get into it today. Talk about what we need to talk about and integrate it into our lives. Let's get it. Welcome to Green Thumb for Life, where we are cultivating spiritual lessons for the soul with joy, love, and insight being our top three values that we're focusing on. Alrighty. So as I said, today's topic is victimhood. And this one, not really going to need any trigger warnings. We just are going to be talking about trauma because that's where a lot of victimhood comes from. And that's what makes this conversation really complex. It's really easy in our society to be on one side of either spectrum. One side of the spectrum is victim blaming. So we have the sentiment that If you're a victim in multiple situations, then you let yourself be a victim. Why are you a victim? Get yourself together. What the hell are you doing? Stop being a bitch. Stop being a pussy. Stop being all of this type of stuff, right? It it is a... It has some genuine sentiments in there, but that is how it can come across. And then we have the other side of the spectrum, and that is completely falling into your victimhood, being in a complete victim mindset, which then leads to a victim reality and causes re-victimization over and over and over. And you are just a repeat victim and you live in it and that is your life and you accept that. So that is the other side. Neither of these sides are good right but both have sentiments that we look at and once we put them together we realize that we kind of need a balance of the two to be able to live life right right or in the best way for us because there isn't a right way to live but in the best way for you moving forward so being a victim means that you are at the tail end the short end of the stick of of the reaction of a crime a misdeed or a misfortune of someone else's doings right so so that's what victimhood is we have all been a victim in our lives at some point whether someone cut us off on the roadway or 
we were a victim of, I don't know, credit card fraud, which, fun fact, we'll get into that later in the episode. (laughs) Now, the reason I said I have a lot of experience with this topic is because historically, I have been a victim in many situations in the past, right? And I'm sure a lot of us can agree to that. And to those of us that have trauma, um, we can just constantly be in a state of being the victim and not wondering why things are happening to us. Why is this happening? You know, a lot of us have gotten to the stage where we don't want to be a victim anymore, but it just just seems to keep happening. And and that's kind of who I'm talking to in this episode. Um, if if you're if something bad just happened to you, I believe it is extremely important to realize that you are a victim. That, I think, is where a lot of the victim-blaming sentiment goes wrong. It is very important for people to know that they were hurt, they were done wrong, it should not have happened to them, right? Those are the three core, after something bad happens, those are the three core things that, that I think is important to be able to move to the next step. But you cannot truly move to the next step before you understand that. So anybody, if you have someone that comes to you and say, hey, I just had this happen to me, it's not of good sound mind to go ahead and be like, well, get out of a victim mindset. And it's hard to find general words that apply to being a victim in every um, situation versus ones that are floating around in my head. But some of the ones I think about are sexual assault, uh, regular assault, um, crimes such as robbery, thieving. All these types of things are things people can be victims in. But people can also be victims by people pleasing. But with all this talk of of, of victimhood, victim mindsets, people pleasing, let's talk about where this comes from, right? Because for my fellow chronic victims out there, this doesn't come from nowhere. Everything comes from something, right? So one of the best ways to start when you you find a behavior you don't like is to look at where did this come from? Like it's, it's the law of physics, nothing just comes from nowhere. So when we look at victimhood, in my case and a lot of people cases that I know, it comes from trauma. Like I said, specifically repeated trauma, repeated feeling like you aren't enough, repeated feeling um, a, a, a lack of, of self. When these things happen, you are in a position to be victimized by others. When you are in a position to be victimized by others, with the way that the people in this world are, people will take advantage of that and victimize you. When this happens the first time, it happens, and then it leaves a wound on you, and as it happens again and again, your brain picks up on a pattern, and in order to survive, when we're in a situation where we don't have the ability to just walk away from being a victim, we cope with it by saying, okay, I'm a victim and this is what happens. Or sometimes we skip past the victimhood and just say, this is what happened. This is how it is. This is how it is supposed to be. This is a victim mindset. A victim mindset is not pointing out when others do you wrong. That's that's not a victim mindset, baby. That's you calling them out because they did some shit wrong they wasn't supposed to do. That's completely okay. (laughs) That is completely okay. And what happens in a victim mindset, and as we know, what happens in your in your mind reflects into your reality. So therefore, this pattern that you initially analyzed so that you would be able to survive becomes what you are surviving. It becomes your life. So now you are constantly living in this cycle. And this cycle is called re-victimization. 
Now we will be speaking a little bit on sexual assault. So if that is something you are uncomfortable with, I will go ahead and have you skip ahead or maybe not continue past this part of the episode. So what happens with a lot of people that um, have re-victimization is, like I said, when you when you have that that wound that that says that your life is being a victim over and over, people will come in and victimize you over and over and over. And I'm not just talking about sexual assault. I'm talking with everything. I'm talking with everything. That is how that world works. And one thing with the victim mindset where you get stuck on is this is how the world works. This is the world's fault, right? And then we get into the fault. I think that is the the middle ground between the two extremes that I talked about earlier. The victim blaming versus victim mindset. It comes down to whose fault it is. Now, the first time you were victimized, you didn't know any better. As you continue to be victimized and victimized and victimized and you stay in that victim mindset, you really still don't know any better. So do not beat yourself up. Do not have shame, any shame at all for whatever situation, whether it ranged from sexual assault to being slapped in the motherfucking face. If you were victimized and you, and you did not understand the position you were in, It is not your fault, never will be your fault. What does become your responsibility is to move out of the victim mindset. Move out of it. Because if not, it will take responsibility for you and your life will continue to be a cycle and cycle and cycle of being a victim in a multitude of situations. Because it can start from one, but it will seep into every part of your life until you are so beat down to the ground that you say, I can't fucking take this anymore. I'm not letting nobody take advantage of me. I'm done, period. And then you get to this point. (laughs) Now, let's talk about me personally for a second, all right? Because I'm talking a lot of hypotheticals and it's hard to get into specifics with hypotheticals because they're hypotheticals. So with me personally, I've experienced a lot of victimhood as everyone else has in their life because that is what life is. See, my most recent ones had to do with money. That is how the universe chose to spoke with me was, girl, you're being a victim and now your money's going to take it. Do something about it, right? <laughs> so like I said, I told you about the credit card fraud. Let me, let me show you how this happened and then we're, we're going to look at what I could have done to prevent it, what I could have seen to prevent it, and then what I could have done once I realized, right? So at my previous job, I had a coworker and she needed a ride home. I don't have a car right now. I take the bus, thankfully. So uh, I told her, I was like, yeah, you can take the bus. She didn't want to take the bus. She wanted to get an Uber. I'm like, okay, um, I wasn't going to get an Uber. I didn't want to pay. But she said that she would pay me if I bought the Uber for her. So I was like, cool, let's do it like that. So for some reason, it wasn't working on my phone, so I had to put in my card information on her phone. And I, yeah, y'all, y'all, I, I don't even want to see y'all's reactions right now. All right, I'm going to just pretend like I ain't say no crazy stuff, right? Okay. <laughs> so I put the information into her phone. I say, hey, can you make sure you send me, send me proof, send me proof that you deleted my card information off your phone. She never did that. It was about two weeks later. Um, I kept wanting to ask her, but I didn't want to seem mean and I didn't want to seem like I was about my money and I didn't want to make it seem like I was money hungry and yada yada yada. So of course I didn't say anything. And at the time I also was having instabilities with my finances and a little bit of a scarcity mindset. So I was even scared to check my bank account y'all. So it wasn't until I had to go check my bank account because I had just gotten paid and I'm going and seeing 
I have less money than I show. I was like, hold on. Y'all, why'd I go see this woman has spent a hundred and what? A hundred seventy-five? A hundred seventy dollars on Lyft using my card information on her phone. Now this just ruined my entire morning. I was happy. I was about to go into work. I'm like, ain't no motherfucking way this bitch not just do this, y'all. Um I'm I'm wilding out. Like I'm really wilding out on myself. Because I'm like, if I sh- I should I should have seen this, like I should I should have asked her. So I go and I, I notify her and I'm like, hey, like, was this an accident? And now she's acting like she doesn't know what happened. And to save y'all a long story, there was a lot of pretending like she didn't know what happened until there was no other choice but to her to realize that I knew it was her. But still, at that point, all I could do was send a dispute to my bank and let them handle it because she wasn't gonna give me my money back because I'm the type of person she was and me trying to keep getting that out of her was making me very upset and I don't fight women so I was like I'm not even going to entice myself to bring myself there because violence is not the answer in this case now this situation took place what was my initial feeling she stole my motherfucking money my initial feeling was anger I was mad this bitch did not just do this to me are you serious I was so angry. How dare you? How dare you? Now, here's 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 what it was, though. When I go to tell people the situation, what's the first thing y'all heard as soon as I told y'all what happened? Why did you give her your card information? Right? Why did I do that? So, in the situation, I was a victim, and I victimized myself. I victimized myself. Was it my fault money got stolen from me? No. Should she have taken my money? No. Would I, did I ask for her to take my money? No. Did she take my money? Yes. Did I put myself in a position for my money to be taken? Yes. These are very important questions that have very big distinctions. And if you try to mix up these distinctions, you're going to sound like an idiot when you're talking to other people and you're going to sound like a victim blamer. And um, on the other side, you're going to not be taking accountability for yourself, right? So now we can look at why I did that. Like for real, why did I, why did I do that? There was a kind of a small voice in my head saying, hey, maybe don't do this. But what overrided it was my people pleasing, like we talked about. Y'all, that people pleasing will get you in trouble each and every time and get you in trouble with yourself when you're trying to avoid trouble with somebody else. See? Like, nah. (laughs) That's why we got to fix it because people pleasing pleases nobody and only hurts yourself. People can either tell when you're people pleasing and it makes them uncomfortable or they'll use it to their advantage because they realize you're a people pleaser. And I'm telling you this from experience, y'all. Why did I feel this urge to people please? That's kind of where I, where I got caught up at. This person needed something, which was a way home. And I've been in that situation before. As I said, I don't have a car right now. So I get it when the bus be late, when the bus be too early, when the bus don't come. But it turns out it's a holiday and the bus not coming. You know what I'm saying? I understand and I understand the emotions of being in that situation. Therefore, I felt in that moment like I have to help. I should help. That makes me a good person to help, right? Because I felt this before. So I shouldn't let anyone feel this again. It's my responsibility to do that, right? No, no, it's not. It's not your responsibility to do shit, but do what you need to do for yourself and for the good of others. And if the good of others doesn't include the good for yourself, then you don't do it. And I'm sure it's not that black and white, but in this situation, it sure it sure was. I don't have to be the one to step in to do things. I don't, I don't have to be the one to do that for people. And I grew up as an oldest sister, basically 
being parentified to take care of my youngins, <laughs> right? So I've been programmed to be like, okay, like I have to help people. I have to help people. I have to do this. I have to do this or else I'm not a good person or else I'm mean or else I'm selfish because that's what I was told for so long. It is not. It's not that way. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I'm talking about where the people pleasing has a big part to do with victim blaming, right? I mean, uh, with, with victimhood, with, with re-victimization it has a huge part of it. And then when you are doing something for someone, look into that person's character too, right? So that could have been another factor that would have been etched this even out of my possibilities of things to do. This person has, this person that I'm talking about in the story has multiple, multiple, multiple um, histories of, of not being honest with money, of being fraudulent with money, with being fraudulent with customers' cars that are jobs, right? I didn't know all of this at the time, but I did know enough to, to maybe question, hmm, am I sure I want to do this, right? So I encourage you when you're in a situation like that and you feel like you have to say yes right away, I'm talking about any situation where you have to fig- you have to say yes right away because this happens a lot, take a step back, take a step back. Think, do I want to do that? Do I want to do that? Be as selfish as you want. Do I want to do that? Nah, nah, I'm good, I'm good. And this brings me right back to the next point. And y'all, when I tell you this universe is literally just lessons, boom, 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 just giving me lessons. I'm just here to learn them because whenever I have a situation and I start to learn on it, the universe give me another one. Boom. Practice again, baby. Practice again. So I have a couple of <laughs> examples here for y'all. Uh, this one's probably the most extreme. So let's get into it. So yeah, y'all gonna make the face soon as I say this. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I let a male friend stay with me in my studio apartment, right? Because he had nowhere else to go. Why did I do this? Because I <laughs> was in the position where I was almost homeless before and I felt bad and it was about to start snowing for the first day and I didn't want him to be cold. So what did I do? I took him in, right? Boom. Two weeks later comes, he doesn't pay me. My energy bill, he, he doesn't pay me, y'all. He doesn't pay me. Uh, near $200 he was supposed to pay me. What's my initial reaction? We're going we to go through this again, y'all. What's my initial reaction? Anger. I'm angry. I let you stay here for how many weeks and you said you'd pay and you, you played me out of my money. I'm so mad. Yada, 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 yada. But then you got to look at it like this. Does this person have a good history of being honest? No, he doesn't. And I still did it because I in that moment, when he was asking me, I was like, I gotta, I gotta make a decision now. I gotta, I gotta do it now. Um, like this, if I don't do this, like I'm not a good, like I'm a good person. So I'm going to do this. I'm a good person. So I'm going to do this. That should never be a reason to do things. That's what I realized. I, I used to think that was a beautiful reason to do things. So I'm a good person. No, fuck no. It is not what I do for others. That makes me a good person. <laughs> Take that one. in. it's not what I do for others. That makes me a good person. Right. Um, when you don't have the right intention moving into something, you're not going to get what you think you're going to get out of it. And in this situation, there was no negative intent for, for me to have him come. There was no, I wasn't doing it because of profit. I was doing it for the intent of being a good person. And it still backfired. And I'm sure this is a, a similar situation with so many of y'all. Like, I, I, um, I hear it a lot when women take back men that were shitty to them that cheated on them you take them back because you're a good person that's re-victimization y'all it's re-victimization and i'm sure you hear it with your friends that are like why are you going back to him what the fuck is wrong with you yada 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 right that's the that's the victim uh the victim blaming you know what i'm saying but that's what i said earlier when i said there's a sentiment in that 
there's a sentiment in that 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 we kind of have to stay, take a step back and listen to and be like, all right, how did I get myself into this situation? How did I move so that I'm in the situation I am now? How did I do that? So when I felt anger that he didn't pay me my money, and y'all, this was this was about a week that I felt intense anger, and, and that is when I knew it was the, the biggest slap in the face from the universe because I chose for this to happen right be- right before um he came down I said to myself I was like listen this may not be the best experience but I know I'm going to get a lesson from it and men are the fastest way to learn lessons y'all I promise I said that with no idea it was going to go down like this I, ch- I tell y'all I choose my lessons I choose my lessons I've been choosing my lessons from day one that's why I'm here to tell y'all <laughs> that's why I'm here to tell y'all and share them with y'all so y'all the first step the first step when I was angry and I was like, why does this keep happening to me? Why do keep people playing me? Why do people keep playing me out of my money? Why does, why does this keep happening? I took a step back. I said, okay, first of all, I need to stop shaming myself. I need to stop shaming myself. I kept being like, how can I be so stupid? How can I not see it? Why am I so naive? I had to stop that. Take a step back because all that's doing is beating you down, beating you down, beating you down, beating you down. I have this beautiful, beautiful sentiment from... When I was in a mental hospital, when I was a, a minor, a teen, and they said, when you feel guilt, that first initial twinge of guilt is to let you know to not do it again and to move on and to let it go, right? So when you hold on to that guilt, then it becomes shame. And shame is a very heavy emotion to work through. It is so heavy to work through. So if we have the ability to kind of stop it in its tracks and we feel that first twinge of guilt, say, okay, all right. Okay, I'm going to take a step back. What did I do that my soul is telling me to not do again? Don't say yes when you don't want to say yes. Don't do things you don't want to do. And following this sentiment will keep you out of a lot of, a lot of victim situations. A lot of potential vict- victim situations. And that's the part that people don't tell you. As someone who's been experiencing trauma for a long, long time, no one ever tells you like, you 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 can't like they they say say no but it usually means specifically with sexual assault you know but saying no that is a huge lesson a huge factor it is a shield it is a force field it is a weapon no no you can't come stay with me no i'm not about to pay for your uber no you can figure out a way home all right, you can text when you make it home. All right, I will look up some homeless shelters for you and I will I will do my best. I will pray for you and I will think about you and I'll make sure you're okay day to day. But I am not taking you in. I'm not taking you home. I'm not doing nothing because I don't want to do it for no other reason other than I don't want to. In my soul, my soul does not want me to, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. No, it is what it, no, mm-mm, uh-uh, no. <laughs> Stop overlooking your wants. You not wanting to do something, that is a want. That is a want. Just because someone has a want and you don't want to do that, just because they want it doesn't make it more valuable than you're not wanting it. Does that make sense? Because for me, those tend to cancel each other out. If I don't want to do something, but someone wants me to do something, then I kind of have to do it. Not wanting to do something isn't a valid reason. That's wrong. It is a valid reason. Completely valid. Don't think like that absolutely no we're moving past that going into 2024 we are saying no we are focusing on our wants what do i want 
All I wanted was to get home, get on the bus, go home, eat my chicken wings, smoke, and go to bed. That's all I wanted. I didn't want to have to deal with no 170 and credit card fraud a week later. Are you serious? Oh my God. No, like we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Now, when I took a bigger step back, like both of these things happened to me. And when I took a step back, I'm like, okay, like I didn't know what my next podcast was going to be. Like I had a couple different ideas, but this is the lesson I'm getting now. So this going to have to be something, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely something. So I'm like, let me take a step back and let me really go into why, why this is happening for me. Right. I said, I realized I felt like I can't say no. They haven't done anything wrong yet. But by doing that, by thinking that you let something wrong happen for you to be able to stand up for yourself, I found that I was waiting for someone else to do wrong so that I'd be able to voice myself. But by that point, you're the victim again. And it's not that you want it to happen or that you asked for it to happen or that it's your fault you happened. You let it happen. Let is a passive action. This goes for both sides of that spectrum. When people let things happen to them, they're not asking for it to happen, but you are letting it happen. Let is a passive action and you can let it happen as many times as you want to until you're ready to learn the lesson. It doesn't mean you can't feel whatever comes from it. You know what I'm saying? If, if you find that you victim, please yourself again after listening or, or you know what I mean? People please or put yourself in the victim state again after listening to this episode and you know you can feel however you want to feel. That is okay. You shouldn't be like, oh, well, I knew this was going to happen, so I'm going to suck it up and not be angry. Uh-uh. That's what I tried to do. That's exactly what I tried to do, and it, it made the anger more intense and intense and instead redirected the anger to me. Instead of redirecting the anger to passion to learn how to not have that happen again. Like I said, energy is energy. Energy is not created nor destroyed. So when you have this anger in you, this shame or guilt in you, turn that into, you know what, I'm never letting this happen to me again. Use that rage, that passion, that anger, that sadness. Be like, this is never going to happen to me again. I am never going to put myself in this situation. I'm going to keep myself safe from this happening to me. Let that be your want for that to happen. Because if I'm being completely honest, for a lot of my childhood, when I didn't even know I was the victim and when I didn't know I was the victim, I didn't know nothing else. So there was no want for me to not be the victim until I was angry enough to be like, this, this is, this is bad. This is, this is real bad. Like this ain't cool. This ain't good. This ain't something I should be cool with. This is, this is making me angry. I don't fucking like this. And unfortunately, a lot of us experienced that way too late way too late we experienced that feeling but baby we're feeling it we're late bloomers oh well we're blooming when a flower is a late bloomer it doesn't feel bad for blooming it, it doesn't apologize for its petals not shown before no it's bloom now go ahead get that nectar so it can do its job period <laughs> and if you're listening to this you are in a step in the right direction i don't care what situation you're in what situation you just came from what situation you're about to go in you are in a step in the right direction if you're listening to this universe said, okay, she needs to hear this. He needs to hear this. They need to hear this. Boom. You're here. You're listening to it. And it will not click the first time. It will not click the second time. It may click the first time. It may click the second time. But this seed is planted. I planted it in you. If you're listening to this, it's planted. So when eventually maybe that time does come where you go, you know what? I, I, I am fed up with this happening. Like I went back to this man. He cheated on me because I really wanted to be with him. But he keeps just he keeps treating me like shit. And, I, and now I find myself in situations where I don't want to be in because of this man. Like I'm tired of this. She's making me angry, bro. I want you to think back. I want you to think back. Think back to the scene I'm planting in your mind right now. 
You can let it happen as many times as you want until you're ready to learn the lesson. It's not going to happen on nobody else's time. And I know first experience when people come to me and try to make me heal something or make me do something. That just makes me be like, bitch, get the fuck. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh-uh. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Don't try to push something in my life I'm not ready for. Right? So that's why I say, you can let being a victim happen as many times as you want it to until you are ready to learn the lesson. And that does not mean you can't feel whatever emotions come from letting it happen. So now you're at this point, you've listened up until now, you're ready to stop letting things happen to you. You've heard what I said. Here's what I've been continuously asking myself so I don't slip back into that pattern because victim mindset is a pattern. It's a cycle. Revictimization is literally a cycle. It it is a, with, with all of life lessons, with almost everything in this, in this earth, things go in cycles. And we think that's bad. We tend to see that as like we're just going around and around and around again. But that's kind of from a 2D perspective, right? A spiral goes up or it goes down, right? So when we circle and we meet back to that point, we can do something differently. It's like if you know anything about astronomy, you know that as the moon rotates the earth the earth is rotating the sun and the sun is rotating itself right so you have the shape of the moon orbiting the earth every time the moon gets to the same spot in the sky is it in the same sign no is it in the same space in the sky no it's it's in a completely different space it's in a new cycle it's at the same spot in the cycle right it's it's i mean it's not the new cycle it's 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 still this it's still the same moon cycle. Alright? It's the same moon cycles, the same cycles going over and over and over. But every time it gets to that same point, every time we see it as a new moon in the sky, it is not always a new moon in Libra. It is not always a new moon in Virgo. It's different. It's so different. And then, even if you want to take it a step further, even when it does get back to the new moon in Libra in next year, when that happens guess what it's gonna be in a different spot in the sky it's not gonna be in the same spot just because you find yourself you thought you learned a lesson you thought you had it down packed you're probably listening to this like yeah i got this man i'm about to be the most i'm about to say no so many times niggas not gonna know what happened <laughs> right you think like that that's okay i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of you but let's calm down let's be realistic something's probably gonna happen if the universe gonna say to you okay you listen to this all right we're gonna put it into test let's go what are you gonna do What are you going to do? You're going to make sure your intentions align with your actions, right? Are you setting boundaries with others, right? Are your intentions aligned with your actions? So that means if your boss was just sitting here complaining about how nobody wants to work and so sad because nobody's coming in, and then she asks you, hey, can you come in on your only day off, and now you're going to have to work 14 days straight, and you know you're going to disappoint the fuck out of her by saying no, what are you going to say? No, because if if, if you say yes, do your intentions align with your actions? Do you intend to work 14 days straight? Fuck no. Did your actions align with that? Did you do that? Because here's the thing. If you say yes and your actions aligned with what she wanted, now that's cool. Now you're like, yeah, I made her happy. Now you go home. Now you're like, oh my God. <laughs> now I got to work two weeks in a row. Hey, this is a specific example because it just happened to me. <laughs> All right. And I had to go back and call her. 
and be like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to come in tomorrow. I got church. I done. I didn't have church. I lied. If you're listening to this, Jen, my bad. Not really. <laughs> you know, I said, I'm sorry. I have church. I, I'm not going to be able to come in, you know. And, you know, she's kind of disappointed on the phone. I hung up. And, y'all, I had a terrible feeling in my heart all night. But, but, like, but I'm telling you these things, I'm not a pro. Baby, I'm not a pro. I'm learning. I had, a, I had this terrible, guilty feeling in my chest all night. I had to say to myself over and over, look at crazy as fuck in my room saying, I am safe. I am safe. I am not in trouble. I am not in trouble. I am free to say no. I am free to say no. Like, saying things, say these things over and over. It is a journey. You're going to keep re-coming into this cycle. You're going to keep coming into this cycle. And when you come to the same spot, think of how far you are in the sky. Think of how far you were from, from last year or last month or yesterday when this cycle appeared. You're in a different spot now. You have the ability to do different things. God, the creator, source, the universe gave you free will. We are not trapped. We're not trapped in a cycle. We experience the cycle revolution this revolution in the cycle is evolution revolution is evolution when you hit the same stuff that is not meaning that you are back to where you started revolution is evolution so when you revolve back to that point and 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 you have to set a boundary you're gonna do that you're gonna do that and if not when it comes back around you'll do it again so let's revisit that are your intentions aligned with your actions are you setting boundaries with others even when it seems like they're going to be mad at you forever when you tell them? Even when they need help so bad and you've been in their exact shoes before, even if you know it's not serving you? Yes, you're setting those boundaries. You're listening to yourself. You're making these choices for yourself. You know why? Because you, the, the world may not revolve around you, but your world revolves around you. And when it revolves back to that spot, you're going to make the decision that you need to make. And that decision is going to take you one step closer to the highest timeline, the highest path, the highest anything for you, right? So let's recap on everything that we've spoken about today, right? I think one of my main points was being a victim doesn't cancel out that you're victimizing yourself. And I really don't want anyone to take this out of context because if I, if I hear anyone say this to anyone in a victim blaming sort of way, I'm going to get mad. I have a lot of experience with victim blaming, which is why, like I said, this is a complex topic. I'm speaking from a place of love here. I'm speaking from a place of I've been a victim in so many situations that I could have prevented and I didn't. But since I didn't prevent them, all that did was give me the chance to let others do that. So that's what I'm doing. So when I'm saying to yourself, stop victimizing yourself, stop, stop letting people do things to you, stand up for yourself, stop being a people pleaser, stop doing all this type of stuff. And you're going to hear me keep saying this in, in more and more episodes because this is a really ongoing thing. Like this is a, this is a thing you got to take it from the inside of you and start to look at it, look at, look at it in all its ugliness. It, it disguised itself as people pleasing and being super, super nice and being kind and apologizing all the time, but it is an ugly thing. And I'm not saying you're ugly for having it. It itself, the fact that you have to even feel like you had to do that at any point in your life, that is an ugly thing. And we want to get rid of that because where we're going in our life, we need authenticity. We need, we need people to know that if we don't want to do something, we're going to say no. That people don't have to worry about if we're going to resent them. Um, if we're going to resent them because we went out and they're not really sure if we wanted to go out, but you know, they don't know how to be like, Hey, you know, if you don't want to go out, you don't have to, people shouldn't have to do that around you. You should be able to say, Hey baby, um, 
I know I said I could go, but I'm not. I'm not feeling up to it. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cancel. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, do it within reason. You know what I'm saying? Be honest and authentic for the reason. And then don't schedule yourself to go hang out with them again if you know you're not gonna be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? This is for me too. <laughs> you know. But, but but we're learning day by day. We are learning, and learning is the sole reason you're here. The sole reason. Earth is a school. It is a school, and that's why we are doing what. We are cultivating these lessons for the soul, cultivating them like plants. We grow in these plants, we plant the seeds, we water them, we give them sunlight, they grow, we learn the lesson and whatever pain and tribulations it took to get that lesson and we harvest and we cultivate them and we move forward with our harvest. Boom. Wow. Yeah, that's it. That's it. As you navigate through this, talk to yourself how you talk to your best friend after they did something. You wouldn't shame and, and, and guilt and blame yourself. You wouldn't, you, would, you wouldn't do that to them, so don't do it to yourself. Treat yourself with kindness, with love, the way that I view you. Even if I've never met you yet, I'm talking to you with love. This is love I'm speaking of, and I'm a black woman, so it may, it may, come, across, it may, whoa, it may come across aggressive. I don't know what to say. It's how I grew up. This is coming out of love. I wish love and prosperity to everybody whose ears are taking these vibrations in right now, right? You got this. Like, you absolutely got this. If you are if you are listening to this, it's because you needed to hear this and because knowing this is going to take you further where you need to go in your, in your path. All right, wherever that is, wherever that is, you're going to be great. Much love. I release my victim mindset and accept new patterns of thinking. But when others try to victim blame me, I'll walk away because that's stinky. My trauma is not my fault and I get to have responsibility to heal. But I don't blame myself for what happened in the past because it's done, learnt, and sealed. I don't have to help everybody just because nobody helped me. And if I don't want to do something, I don't have to do shit. I am free. I deserve to have my desires fulfilled just as much as others. I am not responsible for anyone else because I am not their mother. I use my past pain to propel me to where I want to be because I know my life is a cycle that revolves around me.